everyone, and welcome to Abnormal Mapping, episode 85. I'm your host, M. With me is Jackson. Hello. Episode 85, the 85th year of Abnormal Mapping. And we're old. We are old. Uh, we are here at the end of the year to give you our Game of the Years, and as always, a bunch of music. As is tradition. One of our favorite traditions, but unfortunately, yeah. we have... Uh, well, I have. I don't want to speak for you. Before you get into this, okay. <laughs> uh, we came in on Prelude by Hidenori Mizawa from Castlevania 3, just so you know, so you don't forget. Like, what was that song? And then we talk for five minutes about how we didn't play games this year. <laughs> yeah, we didn't play any games Now this we year. can talk for five minutes about how we didn't play games this year. Okay, right ready, ready, ready. Yeah, we didn't play any fucking video games this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. This has been the fucking weirdest, roughest year of my entire life, and it's been fine. Like, it's fine, but man, I played nothing. I've moved house twice, lived in, like, my sister's bedroom for a few months, and now I'm in my new house that, like, have heating problems, so... Playing games like actually heats the room up to the point where it's uncomfortable, so I can't even do that much of it. Uh, and across the board, there have been a lot of reasons why I haven't played that much. And a lot of the stuff I have played has been like I had to do that God of War thing, you know. Like it's been a lot of not all that great stuff. It's been a down year in terms of video games. And I know we say this every year, but this makes the last two years look like good years. Yeah, the last two years were rapturous years where we played all the games compared to we this year. We stopped updating our spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that kind of happens every year, but it really no, happened this year. No, we stopped updating our spreadsheet. We didn't get yes. lazy about it. We just, like, I actively decided not to do it because I thought I'd just feel better in the new year. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> didn't want to look This year, that. we have a plan to update our spreadsheet every week. We'll sit down and talk about it. We'll fill it out together. It'll be good. Yeah. We'll be on top of it. Yeah, we'll mention... Ron Howard voice. Ron Howard voice. <laughs> look, we ha have a format for this. It'll be fine. Um, yep. But yeah, so it's been a light year for video games in a big way. Um, and so the music from this episode, just as is usual, the criteria is it has to be from a game we played this year for the first time. Yes. Um, they're not necessarily for the music, isn't always first time, but it tends to be. I, tr I very much try to pick that uh, with some exceptions, but. I mean, like it usually is, but last time I really wanted to put in the other, that, that, the Halo music, because Halo music is good. We'll never cover Halo outside of that, so it's fine. They've done literally everything else. Bring Halo to the PC, Phil. <laughs> Phil! No! Phil, are you listening no, to me? No, history's greatest coward. No Halo for computers. Or, like, announcing a million things and stuff going on. Literally all anyone wants is to put Halo on the computer, please. He's gonna be like, Halo already was for the computer. You could get Halo for Windows Vista. Ah, oh, no one wants to play Halo 2 for Windows Vista, Phil, you coward! <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, we've got our top tens, uh, our bottom fives. Yep, our bottoms five. Our bottoms five. Scope dog. <laughs> Fatty. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two I remember the name of. Uh, good mechs. Yeah, good mechs. Mech of the year. <laughs> but that is, um, I guess, the introduction, because we're already riffing about mechs rather than talking about video games. <laughs> <laughs> so... They know. They've been told we didn't play anything. What do you want? Well, they want yeah. But from what we did play, we've got some songs coming in. Uh, yeah, I'll go first here. Um, so our first segment of music, we have three songs from Return of the Oberdin, Soldiers at Sea, Loose Cargo, and The Doom, all by Lucas Pope. Uh, from Assassin's Creed Origins, we have the Alexandrian Pleiad from, by Sarah Schock Schockner. I think that's how you say that. Uh, I will be the first one to mess up a name. Now you won't feel bad. Oh, 
that's good. I mean, anytime I get to any like name that isn't just you know Richard Smith. Uh, everything goes to hell because I'm the most British person alive and everyone laughs at my misfortune. Uh, and from Neo, which I can't imagine you played for the first time this year. Is that true? Um, no, I played it for like an hour the year before. Like I played, I had one session, okay. but I, I played it this year. This has been the longest year in the entire world. Uh, we have Mysterious by Yugo Kano.
Um, okay. Uh, I, do you want to bring this in and then pitch to my bottom? <laughs> pitch to my bottom, Jackson. <laughs> put this in but I, you might as well <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was Neo <laughs> the Neo soundtrack isn't like incredible but i really like that one song that is the song i think of when i think of neo There's, everything else is a little bit too uh completely just dark ambient music that one's got a little bit of melody it's nice it's a good song okay i will not have heard it until this is done no you're so gonna have I'm to sure like riff great. off my complete nothing here you know best song i've ever heard <laughs> i really like the drop <laughs> i think i think the rap section went a little too long <laughs> you know um god you just broke me uh, you broke me coming into this segment. Um, oh, it's going to be an editing. So now nightmare. we're here to talk about the games that broke me. We sure are. We are here to pitch to your bottom. <laughs> 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 Tell me about the bottom five games that you played in 2018. I was about to say 2015. <laughs> I have these lists. I think the thing that happened here is I have these listed at worst, and you have them listed at bottom. And saying bottom five is like the most hilarious thing in the world because, like, the, these are the worst games. These are not the bottom games. That implies that oh, everyone's a winner, and these games just weren't as good as the other ones. These games fucking suck. Um, what? Okay, I wouldn't go there. I I have taken out one of the worst games to put one of the bottom games on my list. Uh, we'll have to talk. When we get to your list, you have to let me know what you mean by that. You'll know so. what I mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I have five games that I think fucking suck ass, and I'm here to tell you about them. <laughs> the first one is Donut County. Uh, Donut County, if you don't know, is a game uh, that was originally going to be like full of like broadly adapted Native American, Mesoamerican myth bullshit. Um, and then the, the everyone was like, my dude, you're a white guy, don't write about this. He's like, I'm doing my research, though. And everyone was like, no, even so, don't do this. And then he was like, okay, what if I take all of the references to those things out, but still keep the entire tenor of the game I was going to make? And then everyone gave him a fucking cookie for it. And also the game is shit Katamari. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Donut County. Uh, I, I greatly disliked this game. Um, I think it's trite. Uh, I don't think it's fun to play. Uh, the item descriptions are the only good part because it's the only part everyone enjoys in a video game, um, and everything else is like a fake Twitter that sucks and a fake Katamari game that sucks because there's no tactile feedback because you're just moving a cursor along a screen until stuff falls in it. Yeah, the the part where it's riffing on Katamari, it's like, you know, as a wise man once said, "Come with the king, you best not miss." It missed. It missed. It missed. Um, yeah, I. I was also very disappointed with Donut County with how much it was uh, talked up yep. and the the stuff around it of it like seemingly going on tour as part of its promotion for having once been problematic but now less so it's a little bit like uh, excuse me you don't get to yeah. profit off having once sucked but now sucking slightly less but still a little bit 
I think you'll find if you are a modicum of white, uh, of woke while being white, <laughs> you will get all the accolades. Yeah, that is fair. What else is on your uh, butt? You're going in. I didn't, I didn't realize that we were going to start this podcast by going in so hard. This is not the tenor of our podcast usually, but I guess this is what's happening today. Uh, one of the worst fucking nothings of a game <laughs> I've played all year is Murdered Soul Suspect. Damn, that's correct. That's so correct. That you can listen I- to our episode in which I think we just kind of summarized the game in about 15 minutes and then complained for the next 40. <laughs> yes. Uh, you want to talk about a game that is uh, unfortunate and unfinished. Uh, Murdered Soul Suspect is right up there. Top of the list. God, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's really it's bad. It's so bad. Yeah. The come only for the fact that the like entire production was sunk by the fact that the American devs and the Japanese producers did not know how ghosts work in the, each other's culture. <laughs> okay, that part is really funny. Yes, <laughs> they made a game about ghosts with no cultural understanding of like how ghosts work between the two. Like it wasn't like a Japanese dev made a game about ghosts as understood through like Japanese culture. It was a Japanese dev wrote a game about ghosts. Uh, as understood through Japanese culture, on top of a game developed in America by people who understood how ghosts worked in American culture, and they didn't talk about this once, and then they had to make the game. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. It's a it's a disaster. It's the fucking worst. And also, the game's just really bad. You can listen to our episode. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it. It's maybe the worst actual game we have played for a game club. Um, Yeah. In terms of, like, actually pressing the buttons and doing things, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's ones that I probably dislike more, but they're better games. Yeah, like, it's hard to summon, like, this much ire for it, because it's just a nothing thing that barely exists. But it's really bad. Uh, The next game, uh, pulling out all the stops of my other game club podcast, Novel Not New, uh, Valhalla. Get his ass. Uh, Valhalla, you can listen to that episode. I recommend you do. Valhalla is a very bad video game about bartending. The bartending's fine. The part where it's fucking written by 4chaners about how cool robot underage girls are when they're sex workers. That's the part that really stuck with me throughout the year, as in video games suck shit. Uh, this game is held up as the representation. Everyone is fucking blind or crazy or both, because holy shit. Uh, I played this game for an hour, so it's not on my worst of list because I literally got out. I was like, wait, this is hell. I saw the, like... No, I think you'll find it's Valhalla. Okay, yes, haha. Um, <laughs> but, like, I got an hour in, I was like, this is what the game is? Because it start The first three segments are, like, one edgelord saying awful, like, ideology to you, and the game is, like, not agreeing with it, but thinks it's, like, much to think about. Um, yes. And then there's there's two people like that, and then there's the cool character that it likes, which is literally a child who has sex. But it's fine because she's a robot and she's only a child because that's what some sickos want. But you made the, you you made the game. You this is not real. Yes. <laughs> it's not a real. Yes. Not smart enough. They made the game real. and they definitely think that she is cool in a way that is beyond what is acceptable for thinking. Your fucking underage sex worker OC is cool. And she swears all the time because she's cool. And oh god. And the, the, the game's like the URL is wifey bond. I think it's everything I hate about like uncritical anime culture made in one thing. Um, and it, I guess it's the answer to if. Uh, Valhalla is the answer to if you ever wondered how. You know how people can give like uh, certain shit a pass just because it like uh, it's anime? Um, 
if I always am curious, would that be true if you made a game like something that would not get a pass if it was Western, but acted like it was anime? Uh, it is true, you still get a pass. Yes. Because <laughs> this is just a bunch of dudes in like Vancouver. So I actually don't know where they are. I just assumed that. No, they're they're in they're in Chile, South America. Somewhere. Oh, okay. I was wrong about where they were. That's I was yes. I was like act- actively wrong. Yes. Uh, anyway, there's a bunch of dudes uh, in Chile making a game. Oh, I'm mad about this game. I'm glad that you brought it up. It's not on my list because I didn't even play it that much because I got this mad after one hour. Yep. Uh, if you want the other side of anime games are bad, don't play them. We have Danganronpa V3, which I also play for Novel Not New. You can listen to that episode where me and Six yell for about 30 minutes. So uh, These are um, the flip sides of our Evangelion podcast. Oh, Danganronpa. Look, I like Danganronpa 1 just fine. I think 2 is a really good game. Three, this is just the fucking worst. It just leans into its edgelord bullshit. Uh, part of that is the localization feels aggressively meme and aimed at, like, the super fan audience of people I do not want to know or associate with. Uh, I don't want to belabor the point because, like I said, there's literally, like, an hour and a half podcast about this game on our network. But Danganronpa 3 sucks. I'm glad it's dead. I'm glad that director's off to make other games I'm never going to play. Uh, I'm free. I don't have to worry about it ever again. Freedom. How does it feel to be free? Yep. Uh, it feels great. I love being free. I've heard that about you. Freedom isn't free. It costs you the price of playing Danganronpa 3. <laughs> Danganronpa V3, you'll find. 3 is an anime. Yes. Uh, that's true. Danganronpa 3 is the anime. Danganronpa V3 is the video game. Those are not adapting the same things. Uh, 3 is its own story. V3 is named V3 for reasons that I'm not going to get into, but suck. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then the absolute worst game I played this year. I feel like anyone who knows me knows the answer here. It is God of War. Okay, and uh, the music for the next segment. <laughs> no! Um... <laughs> Me and Jackson both agreed to write pieces about why God of War was not the fucking masterpiece dad game that everyone said it was. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm excited. I never really play games and uh, like as they come out and become part of the conversation. I'm glad to do this this one time. And then I played the video game. And I, it, it basically turned me off of video games for about three months. Uh, longer than that. <laughs> Uh, some might say the effects are felt to this day, but I still play games now, and there was a big yes. chunk of the late summer where I literally was not touched. I did not play anything. Yeah, no, God of War affected you in your soul? I was like, you know what I should do instead? Watch anime. Fuck video games. It, yeah, no, it went bad for you. God. God of War's terrible. There's many pieces written about this, two of them by us. Much ink spilled about how bad this game is. It will continue to win awards. It won a bunch at the other. Did it win at the Keeleys or was that it mostly won, Red it Dead? Won a, no, it won Game of the Year at the Keeleys, and then I had to read an article that got boosted about how emotional and profound a moment that was for certain people. For Cory Balrog's wallet. <laughs> it sure weeped. Yeah. Oh, fucking. All you need to know about God of War is Cory Balrog cried in front of his webcam about how moved he was people liked his shitty dad game. So. Look, everyone worked so hard. They came in after they came in. They stayed late to finish that game because they're just so Did passionate. they pay them for staying late? Uh, they, they, they never said so. They never got involved in that controversy. People just kind of tutted at them. Didn't get as bad as the Rockstar thing. But they definitely fucking weaponized the passion. Because I remember him being asked about unions being like, oh, you're just everyone's so passionate about the art we're making. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Corey. Your game sucks. Yep. Yep. God of War. 
It's God of War. Might probably appear on another at the bottom uh, five, who, so, who, you know. Who can say? There's more to be said about God of War, I guess. Uh, the worst thing I can say about God of War is there's definitely going to be another one. So. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, there sure is. I sure won't play it. No. I will look up the ending and be like, did they do anything? No. Like, there's no plot in that game. Right. We have to... <laughs> we cannot. We cannot open this box again. Jackson, what is the next songs we got? The next songs are two songs from Tetris Effect, uh, which I couldn't figure out who they were by. Yeah, the, the attribution of Tetris Effect songs is real spotty online. Right the the now, Tetris so. Effect like actual soundtrack isn't really. Out. I can't tell if they were just like done by like the sound team they have, or like were actually like submitted as like songs. Um, I assume there's like a mix of both, but there's no actual soundtrack out to fully check that yet. Uh, so. Yep. Just look up these songs, you'll know what they are, and do your best to find out. But I'm not, we're not leaving them out, but it is the songs I'm Yours Forever and Look Up. Um, and then there's a song from Subsurface Circular called Red Flag by Dan Lassac, and a song from Celeste, Checking In by Elena Rain.
tried to find out who we are. We look up to the sky to find out who we are. We embark on this ride to find out who we are. We look up to the sky to find out who we are. We embark on this ride.
Uh, you know what's really good? The Tetris Effect soundtrack, it is all ambient, like, new-agey bullshit, but I happen to really love ambient, new-agey bullshit. <laughs> I was playing it downstairs uh, with my mum in the room, and she was, like, losing it at some of the lyrics. I was like, yeah. I think it was the set, that, like, that second song with the guys, like, rapping, being like, close your eyes so there's no division. Unite the souls so there's no religion. And I'm like, yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> you know. Oh, there's a certain period of really bad, like, Euro, any music, really, like, but it, it just, it just goes straight to my heart. I love it so much. Yep. Uh, speaking of things we love, Jackson, why don't you tell us about five games that you especially loved in 2018? Um, this is not my, the worst five games that I have played this year. Um, okay. I'm curious what this distinction is. Red Dead Redemption is not on this list. Oh, really? Okay. How'd that work? There are two other... I couldn't have three slots go to the... I hate, played and hated too many big games that sucked ass. I mean, the big um, games suck ass. I think that's genuine. I don't know. It is... Okay, I mean, it can go on this list, because there's one of these games that's better than most of these things. Um, now, I mean, live your truth. You could you could make this list six. You can uh, you can do whatever you want. I mean, I guess it's six. Red Dead Redemption's terrible, then. Okay, it's six. Red Dead Redemption's terrible. Don't fucking play it. I hate it. It's awful game. Bad game. No okay, more to be that, said. Yep, I, I can't wait to see what cowboy song you put under that, because it lasted all ten seconds. <laughs> um, uh, okay, actual bottom five. Uh, so, first up, we have Iconoclasts. Which is a game... Uh, this is on Plus, like, this month or next yeah. month, right? Uh, a game I've only played about three hours of is, is a game that I stopped playing. Uh, and this is the game that I don't think is, like, super, super bad. But I, I wanted to highlight it here as being a game that I really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Um, in the, like, the other... There are games here that are much worse, but I remember very being very excited for this. It was talked up as, like, a cool, story-driven Metroidvania-type thing. And it is, but the story... Well, one the design problems of it if it's basically like what if a metroid game was a jrpg so the pacing of it's all off there's like lots of long story segments and then short gameplay segments as if it was like a final fantasy dungeon but it operates on a much smaller scope of what like the gameplay is so it like ends up being very stoppy and starty in a way that didn't didn't feel great maybe that gets better later i don't know again i stopped playing this game because i didn't like it that much um and the real problem is that it's a story about a girl uh, on a journey to go like fight the evil empire. And, you know, I assume she kills God at the end. It's one of those, uh, and it is like really pointedly mean. Like it is there. The empire is doing some ill shit. People are getting murdered, and it does not shy away from this in a way that feels very just strangely edgelordy and um, completely turns me off from like enjoying the like what is mostly a. Uh, chill fun like indie game pixel graphics nice music and everything and this is more a general cool can people be honest about the th like can we stop undercutting every indie game with this the dark shit um like there's a trend that is the go that happens and it is one of the trends i do not like uh, i think you'll find we cannot the, we cannot stop the edgy shit is what people love i guess uh, i just like uh, People getting like murdered in their homes in the first town because the, the the purge is happening, the religious purge, and it just feels way too uncomfortable in like the the other uh, otherwise tone of the game. And it's clearly a thing that's meant to be there, but the dissonance doesn't work with me, and it ends up sinking what could have been like a nice little little game otherwise. Anyway, that's why I wanted to highlight that game um, okay. on the bottom five list. Uh, we also have Never Stop Sneaking. 
Oh, God. This has been the longest year on Earth, Jackson. <laughs> yes. Yes, it has. Remember Never Stop Sneaking? Yes, but if you'd asked me when it came out, despite the fact that it was a Switch game, I would have told you three years ago. <laughs> yes. Those two, because, yeah, it was off. Yeah. Uh-huh. I it, it only got on the list because I went down the spreadsheet and saw what was at the start. and was like, fuck, right, Never Stop Sneaking. Jesus. Oh, uh, if it was Never Stop Sneak King, it would be much better as a video game. <laughs> oh, yeah, bring back Sneak King. <laughs> yep. uh, Never Stop Sneaking is um, a Metal Gear Solid roguelike, essentially, uh, but all played with no buttons, uh, and it is... I was like, oh, yeah, look, it, it does the aesthetic of Metal Gear Solid very well. Ripping, like, off fake PS1 stuff. It's got a theme song. I'll, I'll take like weird indie Metal Gear uh, riffs. That's the thing I'd be into, and it's the most boring thing. Like the, it's the most uh, roguelike procedural generation. Like you can see the seams. Every room is the same. The actions are not very interesting because you have no tools except like moving. Because it's a game that can be played with the touchscreen and the uh, stick, and you don't press any buttons except I think there's one button you might press sometimes. Um, but. It's basically a one-button and zero-button game as you uh, move around into the right spots at the right time. And uh, it's an endless grind to unlock the thing to make the next thing happen in the roguelike progression. Uh, and I, I hated it. It really sucked because I was excited for it and it was really bad. Uh, that's fair. I did not pick it up because I watched the quick look and I was like, man, this is not the game I wanted it to be. <laughs> well, I had that experience by playing it. Yeah. Um... Next up, we have Mario Tennis Aces, a game I was incredibly excited for. Uh, and ended up dropping the ball entirely because the single, single player campaign just sucks. And the multiplayer isn't anywhere as interesting as you thought it was going to be. The addition of meter to Mario Tennis is actually not as good as it seems at first. At first, like all these precision shots are really interesting, but then it becomes like, who can get the precision shot first battle? Uh, it just... It, the, the tennis back and forth isn't as good as you need it to be. I don't know, I was really excited for a good tennis game. does not provide. I'm so disappointed by this. Uh, that's a shame, because Mario Sports games should be good, because no one else is going to make a tennis or golf game, and yet Nintendo continues to drop the ball. Uh, all they have to do is make a game exactly like the ones they used to make, and they cannot do that. <laughs> yep, no, and it's weird. and uh, It has this incredibly sterile style to it, which is per permeates a lot of Switch games from Nintendo that I don't like. Nintendo games either go all out with style like Splatoon, or they just have this weird uh, house font UI that looks garbage. I don't understand the oh, the, uh, like someone like they just have the Mario style bible, and everyone must follow yeah. it exactly. And, yeah. and all the Mario games, like the Mario Party, has the same UI. Odyssey has parts of it in places, but it's special enough that it doesn't have to be this boring. Um, yes, but it like really drags a lot of this down, uh, which is a shame. Uh, and then there's two remaining. Um, I literally can't think of what one of these are is, so... Okay, well, first of all, God of War. Yes. Uh, which you mentioned, it sucks, it's terrible. Just play just play Resident Evil 4, it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote about the, like, boy button, whatever. Uh, I, before that, I decided to write about that. I had a piece in me where this, I was just, this game is just Resident Evil 4, you have all been bamboozled. Uh, because Resident Evil 4 is a much better game, you get chased by a giant statue of the, like, uh, like little person who runs the villa that you are crawling through the entire entire game kratos does not sit in a chair kratos does not sit in a chair in fact i'm pretty sure that his musculature would prevent him from sitting in a chair if he wanted to 
Uh, yeah, no, it's like fucking wild. Uh, again, which to be fair, you basically wrote a, a more like abstracted version of that piece uh, yep. in your thing about the, that just being everyone says it's all the things that God of War already did. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, and a lot of them in a lot of ways better. You know, I guess I'll go into a little bit about that piece because I've got no other mouth place for it. Uh, like that piece is blown up in a big way. People really like it, which is good. I'm proud of it. I think it's a good piece. Uh, I do think that uh, in the way it is shared, people often focus on the like takedown of the gamers who like it part, which is definitely there. I put that in for a reason because people like that and it's true. Uh, but I was hoping to like lead that onto the actual heart, second half of the piece, which is the part that I really care about, which is the old games still exist. <laughs> And if you go back and play them, then you'll like realize what this actually is in context. And one has nothing to do with their like it isn't it isn't rebutting anything about them. It's not any maturation in any way. Uh, the ge old games play better, feel better, and I would say are better, even though they're also repugnant. Like I'm not defending them, but that's just the sliding scale we're working on. Yes. Um. And yeah, I like. It turns real things that you can go back and touch into like abstracted like myth in the culture in a way that is really harmful. And people, go play the old games. Play Resident Evil Four. It still exists. It's not a, it's not a, a game that is hard to access. It's on everything. Yeah, it really. It, Resident Evil Four will forever exist on every platform. It's Resident Evil Four and Minecraft, just on everything. I think they announced, they've announced Resident Evil Four for Switch. It's coming. So, yep. Uh, I'll be annoyed if they don't let me change the controls properly. They won't. I can't get onto the Resident Evil 4 control scheme complaint, so we'll leave that and talk about my most hated game of 2019, 2018. Yeah, I'm really excited because I have no idea what this is. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, fuck. Last year. <laughs> that game came out last year, Jackson. Yes, but I played it this year. Uh, I No, no, it's just like my brain uh, refuses to like align anything. Like yes. you played that game when it came out last no, year, which no, is I not did, how I anything works. I played that game this year. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I just wanted like a mindless uh, open world thing to run around it. And I, I think I played about 15 hours of it and then something inside my entire being broke and I realized that this was the worst thing I'd ever done with my time ever. I don't, it was terrible. Horizon Zero Dawn is so bad. Uh, the, like, the combat's bad, the, uh, way it's just Assassin's Creed again, but worse sucks. Uh, all, every bit of lore is awful, like, it's a super racist game in ways that are very evident. Uh, they use every part of the, of the, uh, big robot animal. Yeah. Um, like, it, it's a confounding thing that exists, I can't believe it did so well. It is just, like, the... Mm, you just go through and then you collect about infinite like little trinkets of the old world. They all have tiny bits of lore, but there's like about 300 of them because it's still Assassin's Creed 2 and you've got to get the feathers because that guy is going to cry otherwise. Um, and yeah, it just, it blows. It I had a profoundly bad reaction to it. I thought I was going to see, I don't even know how it ends. I don't know what the big twist is. I know there's a big twist that everyone was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I bet it's not. I'm going to go ahead and stake my claim that I bet it's not interesting. I didn't look it up because that's how little I care. But I guess I don't even know what the initial premise is enough. Like, it's in the future. Human beings destroyed the, like, world. Now the robots they built are the only things around, right? Yes, yes. You are Aloy. Uh, you go into the big mountain where the old world is. And there's, like, someone who looks like you. And you are connected to the old world in some way. And you go have to find the truth of this after your village is attacked. That's that's the plot. There you go. Okay, great. 
the whole thing is the machines are corrupt. There's a corruption spreading through the machines that's making them evil. Uh, so there's a weird dark force that is like corruptive and evil and bad. But then your play, you get of like take down one of these corrupted machines, then realize you can start corrupting the machines, and then that's added to your tool set with no commentary on this being the thing that you have like what here is eviled. It's fucking. Can games think about that anything ever? <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's enough ranting about that. We've got good games coming up now, so um, no more of us complaining. Uh, yep. I just looked up the ending of Horizon Zero Dawn. Holy shit, what a bad video game. Um, can this go on air? Can we hear no, me? No, 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 I don't. Okay. We'll, we'll save it. I'll just give it to you later. <laughs> All right. Well, excited for that. Uh, <laughs> songs going into the next segment are... Uh, two songs from Kingdom Hearts. First of all, Simple and Clean by uh, Hikaru Utada, because it's the song from Kingdom Hearts that matters, the only one. And then there's Kingdom Hearts uh, Hollow Bastion by Yoko Shimomura. I was looking for other songs from Kingdom Hearts. This is the only one I have like affection for. It is the m- only main area theme that isn't like uh, just a Disney song. Uh, so that's fair. Uh, or or trying to do a like Disney type song. I don't know. I'm not big into the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, which is surprising because it's a both Yokoshima and Square, and they're both great at soundtracks usually. And yeah. then we have some Street Fighter songs. We have two songs from Street Fighter Three, which I played for a little bit this year. Not as much as Street Fighter Five, but that's because no one's playing Three anymore. Um, uh, which are both incredible. We have. Uh, Beats in my head and Jazzy NYC ninety nine by Hideki Okagawa. Uh, and then we have the Street Fighter V rendition of Ken's theme, originally by Yoko Shimomura, and then arranged by any one of these nine artists that are on the Street Fighter V composition page. I'm not going to list them all. Yes, you can check um, uh, the show notes for that list. Yep, you can check the show notes for the, that list. But it's the Ken theme. Um, a song is not capital G good but I had to put it here just to demonstrate the gulf between Street Fighter 3 and Street Fighter 5 uh, it's a lot because Street Fighter 3 is just got the best everything of a fighting game ever yeah they should just their next game should just be Street Fighter 3 again no changes just putting it out yep. again but that's yep. the new Pro Tour yep. oh it'd be so much better than fourth strike else. Yep. Um, uh, please enjoy the music Here 
just makes me want to play Street Fighter 3 again, which I don't have time for. So. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah. Not Street Fighter 5. I don't own Street Fighter 5. But, uh, you do now. I guess it's free to play now, right? Do you get all the characters to that free to play version? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Are you kidding me? Well, then what's the point? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's Street Fighter. I play Ryu. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to play Ryu. <laughs> If you want to play some Street Fighter, I'd be into that. I'd have I've played it less because of momentum, and also I don't have anyone to play with. Yeah. Uh, but we have th some more songs for you before we get into the next part of our list. Nice little breather. Uh, we have three songs from Hollow Knight, uh, which you might ask, uh, didn't you put Hollow Knight on last year's? And yes, but this time I went and finished it, so I have songs from towards the end of the game and from the DLC. So that's what we've got today. No one can stop me. <laughs> No one will stop you. I'm still playing Hollow Knight. <laughs> I am not, actually. I mean, I want to go back and play the last DLC at some point, but I had to stop. I had gone too deep, I would played too much, and I needed a break. Uh, but we have three songs, all from Christopher Larkin. They are Pale Court, The Grim Troop, and Sealed Vessel. So please enjoy those.
might sound so good. One day I'll actually play it. Someday. Someday I'll play so. a video game. Yeah, so I've, here are five unordered. This unordered, is just in the yes. order I wrote them down. No order for this list. Some of my favorite games of this year that I played. Not of this year. Games I played this year. This is the word I want. These are how words work. Uh, number one. We have a novel, not new choice, uh, Subsurface Circular, uh, which is our most recent episode. Um, yeah, that'll be still our most recent episode when this goes up. Uh, it is a short game by Mike Bithel about robots in a dystopian future. You are a robot detective on a subway talking to people, trying to figure out uh, a mystery of missing robots in this cyber city. Uh, it is very good. It is very short. You, it's always on Switch for half off, basically. I think it's on sale right now uh, as I'm recording this, which will not help anyone when this comes out. Uh, the not quite a sequel just got announced for Switch, which I'm excited to play. I think it came out, actually, uh, which I think is called Subsurface Quarantine. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. I think so. Um, I'm excited to play that. I've heard it's not as good, but I'm excited to play it anyway. Um, I like this game a lot. I, there, we did a whole episode about it. So if you just want to know what the game is about, you can listen to Novel Not New, readinggames.online. Yeah. Uh, second best game, unordered, of 2018. Shocking me and everyone, I think, but especially me, Mega Man 11. Yeah, Mega Man 11. Who would have thought that Capcom had it in them to make a Mega Man game that was not like a retro throwback thing, advanced what Mega Man was, was a good game to play? Uh, they did it. I they, The miracle. I know, but the monkey's ball is curled, and the music sucks. <laughs> the music sucks. The sound design sucks. Like, the, the, the part where Mega Man is, like, as much a musical and oral experience as it is anything uh, really took a hit with this one. The game is really good, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you just, it doesn't make the noise when you collect the thing. <laughs> doesn't make the right noises. The music's all bad. There's one song later on here, uh, right after this segment, in fact, uh, because I felt obligated to put some on, but man, what a disappointing Mega Man music experience. Yeah, I'm sorry to like pivot into the one thing that's bad, but yeah, Mega Man uh, 11 is good. I, I played like half of it, I didn't finish it. Oh. You should go and finish it, because it ends to. real strong. That's why it's not uh, on this list, I would have to finish it to find out. Yep, uh, play on, um, play on easy. That's my recommendation, the game easy. is too hard. Yes, I played on normal and was like grinding out that first level to get that one big, um, like yes. 100, 100 bolts right at the start of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the addition of the slowdown and power charge, specifically the slowdown, the power charge is actually not that interesting, uh, helps a lot. Uh, I think that makes that game very cool. Um, Rush just being on a button, best innovation Mega Man's ever had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I need it. Uh, yeah, and I, I like that game a lot. It's, I hope they make more of them. Given that it's Capcom in 2018, I assume they're going to forget they ever made this one. Uh, and in five years, we'll get Mega Man is back and it's 8-bit again, Mega Man 12. Presumably. But I would just like another Mega Man like this. Just put, put, put sounds in it, please. Yes. Instead, they're going to make X10, whatever the next X is. And I'm going to be annoyed because I don't like X. So. X9, I think. Yeah, okay. I definitely saw some people talking about, okay, 11's cool, but where's the real shit? That is the real shit. That other thing's fake. <laughs> this is this is your version of hating Mist. Oh, X is the pretender. Uh, the next game on my list is Gorogoa, which is a game I played all the way back, like, last January. Look um, as you! 
Um, Agoragoa is uh, published by Annapurna Interactive, who just make great games around the board at this point, really. I mean, they did do Donut County. They did publish Donut County, so every place sucks once in a while. Agoragoa uh, is a... It's like... What if Framed was missed, basically? It is like a sliding tiles puzzle game, but about exploring spaces uh, that unfold in like strange storybook layers that have you like hopping between worlds and timelines. And it's incredible and hard to explain. Uh, don't pay the amount they're asking for this game on PC or Switch. Definitely get it on your iPad if you can. Uh, it's a really great game, but it is only like two hours long and should not be like $15, which I think is the Switch price. Cause God. The worst part, the actual worst game in 2018 is pricing for video games. Yeah, video games are too much money. And then there'll be like discussions about how all video games are being devalued and they should be charging more. But no, we're all poor out here. I feel like every yeah, one of these... Like, yes, video games are devalued, but also I have got not gotten a raise in the six years I've worked at my job and everything else is more expensive. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I get yep. less money now because of how the benefit system works. Yep. <laughs> Also, the pound. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next game on this list, Tetris Effect. Uh, Hell Which yes. is fucking, they put Luminous in Tetris. It's self-evident it is good. Like, I don't know what to say about that. Tetris is great. They put Luminous in Tetris. Yep. Um, like, there's quibbles with the product on the other end. Uh, I really wish it had multiplayer of some kind. It does not. Uh, oh, someone's buzzing my door. Just a second. I'm back. Sorry. Was it someone coming to agree about Tetris Effect? You no, know, it was the rare Sunday mail delivery, which happens around this time of year. Oh, Sunday mail. I, I was told there was no post on Sundays by another podcast. Uh, what, do you, what are you making a joke about? Because I don't follow. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's the, most, it's the most 101 Harry Potter reference ever happened. I don't remember it. <laughs> he screams no post on Sundays, like, really loudly. It's a very famous line from a bad, bad movie. Uh, look, I don't understand Harry Potter memes. I wasn't a child in the same way you were when those movies were big. Look, that's fair, fair enough. Anyway. Harry Potter's bad, but Tetris Effect is good. Tetris Effect is good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Tetris Effect's great. I wish I had multiplayer. Uh... They should be able to. You should be able to use the uh, weird zone thing in all of the special side games. You absolutely should. They should have built score attacks with the new mechanics. Yep. There should just be like a bunch of cool. There should just be like really robust like options, and that the game does not have that. It is like plug it in, put on the experience they're feeding you, and play that. Yep. Yeah, it is a like three hour VR experience more than it is uh, the like Tetris engine forever you want it to be. But there's enough Tetris there that it's you know it's Tetris yep. luminous. Yeah, it's nice and chill. It's good. I wish they. I, I want them to do like DLC themes. They're never going to do that. No, never. Yeah, it's a shame. Give me. I want like the actual res theme for Test Effect. Oh, please. Yeah. Just let me. Let me pay you for the res soundtrack in Tetris. That's all I need. You'll never get it. The dream will no, never I be won't. fulfilled. No. The last game of my five. Uh, is a bit of a rule violation, I guess, because it appeared on last year's top games list. Uh, and it's here again for the second and final time, Hollow Knight. 
if any game deserves to be on here twice, I think it's Hollow Knight. Uh, it is an incredible game. The perfect marriage of Metroidvania and Souls-style game. Um, it's beautiful. I got really... I, this time I finished it, bought it on Switch, finished it, got really into the lore, was watching lore videos about it on YouTube, you so you know it's a Souls-like. You were I have the vinyl. Uh, Hollow Knight's great. I think about Hollow Knight all the time. Uh... And I, I cannot I cannot advocate for a game enough. One of the games of the generation. If I was to make a list of such a stupid thing. <laughs> if, I, if I was one of the dumb people, this is yes. what I would say. It's, way, it's to, way to say the thing while also extracting itself from any cultural responsibility there. <laughs> I will always and forever. One of the other games of the generation, Breath of the Wild. Yep. It's weird that they're all Switch games. Hollow Knight's not a Switch game. It might as well be. Breath of the Wild's not a Switch game. Uh, that's that's a Switch game. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. You know. It's like me going, Twilight Princess isn't a Wii game. Not anymore, it's not. <laughs> what are the songs? Uh, so our next set of songs, we have Mega Man 11's main theme uh, by Marika Suzuki. And then we have two games from Mummy Demastered, uh, both by Gavin Allen, Obelisk, and Title Theme.
it is still a shame that Mega Man 11 soundtrack is not like as good as it should be. It, I don't understand how Capcom is like, no, this is fine. This is what we need for Mega Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You could hire literally anyone who makes video game music, say, make Mega Man music, and they could do something better than the one they've got. Mega Man music is such an iconic thing. It's like, it's a very specific style of fake rock music filled with three ship tunes. And you could yeah, then just filter go... that back out to orchestrations, but it's still a very specific sound. Yeah, just go to fucking OC Remix and get anyone who makes Mega Man fake music to make your soundtrack. It would have been better. <laughs> There's an entire website and culture, subculture, built off of fake Mega Man music. How have you done yep. this? You could fucking hire the proto-men and make a better soundtrack, and that's the most damning thing of all. No. Yes. Do you mean the Megas? Both. Okay, because... Th- Have you heard the part of the music? Yeah, it's bad. Okay. okay. It's meant to be a slight. Okay. <laughs> Damn, the Megas are that's... also bad. They're less bad, but they're also bad. The Megas are good. Like, they're, yes, they're bad, but they're good. No, I meant the proto men. I stand by it. Okay. It's still better than the soundtrack we got. Bad, like, laughable music is better than generic, I can barely remember it, video game soundtracks. Uh, that's so much video game soundtrack. Yep. Jackson, you're here to tell us about good video games, finally. I supposedly am. So from the, like, 12 video games I played this year, I captured a list at the top 10 of them. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> these are not all good is this what you're saying these no, are no, no, all, no, some no. Of these are these just... are, actually this is a pretty good list okay um one of them i feel i am not putting it on here because i feel like it's irresponsible to do so but because this is a podcast and i have the opportunity no one listens so it's not actually like a, i'm not raising their profile anyway i can mention the game and then tell them to fuck off oh uh, yes okay i know what you're which, talking about that game do. is absolutely great which is uncharted 4 it's a fucking masterpiece i love it so much I'm not gonna buy a naughty dog game ever again fuck off yeah i i was able to borrow this from a friend who gets all these naughty dog games it's fantastic i think i didn't put it on my list did i put it on my list last year i might have put it on my i think list you did last year. I, I, yeah. like come talk to me in private where i'm not going to be like boosting the profile and we can feel more comfortable about discussing video games yeah. that technically suck and i can gush all about the design of uncharted 4 uh, it's fantastic, but also fuck Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my position on that. Yep. Um, in no order, because this is one of the top ones, but it's next on the list. I'm just going to go down the order I've got written here. Super Mario 3D Land. Oh, the greatest 3D Mario game. One of them, anyway. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So this is a game that I am... Um, bought with my 3DS like in 2013 played a little bit was not very good at it even the first uh, like the first half the baby half baby half Uh, and then I was like you know what I'm an adult now I've played some video games before let's go actually play the Mario that people like and you you, in the intervening couple years you have gone from Mario baby to expert Mario opinion hacker and I will still die on the first Goomba every time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mario 3D Land's like one of the best games. It's uh, it's amazing. It's one of the best Nintendo games. Uh, the level design and that stuff is just so good. Um, it will make every Mario game after it disappointing in its lack of focus. Yeah. Uh, because it's just like gag after gag after like hook in these like tightly packed levels that are filled with like little um, just little sequences and gags and jokes and all expressed through the play. Like there's, I always think about. Um, the level where so you there's a big level and it's like a stack of four orange blocks in the sky you kind of got to climb it to make it to the top where the flag is uh but near the start of the level there's a cannon you get in the cannon and you can shoot off and you see uh some 
uh, green mushrooms. Uh, and there's a green mushroom like in, in the middle of this tower. So you're like, that's where I need to go. You go there. As you fly over there, you realize the green mushroom is a cardboard cutout. <laughs> And then yeah. you then you like just stomp on it anyway. It's like a single coin. It's yeah. and there's like full of moments like that. It's like really expressive like moments of design, which Odyssey is built around in a way, but it codifies them into like reward structures, and it just sucks all the joy out of it. Yeah, because in Odyssey you do that, and then it gives you a moon. And you're like, good job, you did the goofy thing. Instead of this is only here to like toy with you. Uh, but even like then, like I, it's the example I always go to. But you know, you will make the you you make the Goomba pile happen, and you go meet the Goomba on top of the thing, and you like haha, and then it becomes just another checklist thing to do. There is no checklist yeah. thing in Mario Three D Land. It is a series yeah, of handcrafted levels that are all really good. Uh, that all have their own unique little things to show to you, and it. I remember that level that's just top-down Zelda for like yes. a whole segment. <laughs> yes, the level's incredible. <laughs> yes. Why did they do that? I don't know. They just did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got every coin. I got every coin. It's one of the greatest Nintendo games ever made. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So cannot praise Mario Three to land enough. Yeah. Uh, next is Sibel. Oh, we just covered this. We just covered this. You can listen to our Nina Freeman episode. It happened recently. I was not expecting Sibel to get me in like any way. Uh, I didn't even play it at the time because I no, always the thing. The thing that's really interesting about this is when Sibel came out, you were not in a place no, where you I was would have not. enjoyed Sibel. At all. I would have felt really because I still have a bunch of hangups about. I, you know what? I actually don't know. I think I might have really enjoyed Sibel at the time. I think it okay. might because I think I remember telling you at the time, "Don't play this." I and I get why you would because I have a lot of like insecurities about. Um, Insecurity is the wrong word. I don't have them anymore. I've got older. I was young. I was a teenager who had some relationships and felt sad about being single and trauma and blah, 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 blah. Very normal stuff. Uh, and the way Sabelle is like a look back at the like trauma of your youth, but also frames it as something you can move past and look back on in all these multiple perspectives. And though like none of them are any less real, but they're all valid and you can just find a way to like construct yourself and move on is... Uh, it, me- it meant a lot to me. I was not prepared for how good that game was going to be, and it touched me in a very way. It was great. I love Sabelle a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, not Sabelle, <laughs> Ape Escape 2. Uh, I had very, didn't know what to expect, but it's actually one of the best, uh, one of the best, like, 3D platformers I've played, uh, which isn't, like, the hugest compliment. I haven't played that many, and also there aren't that many. There's, like, Mario 64, the Banjo-Kazooie, and some others, and I still haven't played Banjo. Uh, but it's, like, weird right-stick uh, gimmick is very unique and very cool. I love collecting the apes. I would play another ape escape right now. There are two more that I will go back to at some point uh, when, I, when I feel the urge. Uh, and I had a great time with ape escape. Sony's never gonna make another of these. It's gonna be days gone all the way down. Oh! <laughs> The, the uh, Days Gone is absolutely going to be their best console exclusive in a long time. That's my that's the bet I'm making now. What really? What? I all I mean is it's going to be better than Spider Man, God of War, and Horizon. It oh. can't be worse. I don't think that's true. That it looks like at least Spider Man is like a game in which you get to swing around as Spider Man. I don't want to swing in Spider Man. I know you don't, but you know. Okay. It might not be. It might not be better than. It might not be better than Spider Man, but it will be better than Horizon and God of War. It can't oh, that, be that, worse. That's true. 
The thing is, you, you say like, oh, Sony exclusives. I'm like, better, like, it's not gonna be better than Bloodborne, which was like five years ago now. No, uh, fucking From Software out in interviews dropping hints like, oh, we can't talk about a release of Bloodborne 2. Basically being like, please, Sony, let us make it. We've, ha- we've had to resort to putting lore on our VR game to get people to remember Bloodborne. Sony's never gonna make a game that's not about, like, grimdark fucking police state, end of the world shooting men ever again. Uh, well, only one of those words doesn't apply to Bloodborne. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> but, Grim but dark, it, end of the world, police state, yeah, no, yeah, you go, uh-huh, got it. Yeah, no, fair enough. Shit, you're right. Dead to rights. What's next? Uh, next on this list, and last for this segment, is Tacoma. Oh, yeah. We played good games this year. We played some good games this year. Tacoma is one of those games uh, that uh, I enjoyed a fair bit at the time during the podcast but i have continued to just think about yep. like permanently it has like grown in my brain there's another game later that was also one of those uh but it's absolutely just a game that has just like sat with me and i've i didn't realize how much i like it until time but i like i love when that happens uh, yep. it is nice when a thing can just sit with you like that uh and tacoma's fantastic it's a you can listen to an episode on it it's a great uh just short story, full right uh, game. One of um, the best new mechanics in a long time. The I just want to uh, watch stories play out with this uh, that like uh, fake sleep no more thing forever. Uh, no one will ever do it because it's uh, like multiple years of work to craft about two minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but fuck if it ain't the best. I love Tacoma so much. Yeah. Excited for whatever the next full right thing is. Whenever that happens. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to do something entirely different, which is a shame, because I wish they just used this framework for a different game. Like, I, I just want a Telltale, but for this, rather than whatever yeah. Telltale was. I want new stories told in this style. Yeah. Uh, Tacoma just needs to staff up to be multiple teams. I'm sure that'll go real well. <laughs> <laughs> Fulbright doing a Telltale. Oh. Oh, can you imagine? The unholy union of post-irrational and post-Telltale. <laughs> God. Uh, and that's the top five there. Okay, uh, we've got some music for you. We've got four songs from everyone's favorite 2018 game, Undertale. <laughs> I played Undertale for the first time this year. Didn't make any of the top list, which sums up how I feel about it. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but it does have really good music. I was thinking about maybe playing uh, Delta Rune soon. Yeah. People seem to really like it. Um, yeah. I, I everyone did the thing where I gave my complaints and they were like, "Oh, you'll definitely like Delta Room better." Which I, every time people do that to me, I just don't believe them. Yeah, no. <laughs> the problem is when everyone's in unison about it, like a fandom thing they love, you just can't trust them. Um, that's happened. I'm ZZ come- Gundam's the worst Gundam. You, you're gonna hate it. It's gonna be terrible. It's- we were told this by people. <laughs> It's, it's the best, and I mean, there are bad episodes that we're recording to, like in like an hour, but and it might so it might come into the end arc a bit weak, but it's already my favorite show. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. I know I'm playing a series right now that everyone says is amazing, and I'm really enjoying the first game. And people are like, oh, the second game so much better. You're gonna like it so much, and you understanding my taste are like, you're they're wrong. You'll yeah, you're gonna like enjoy this first game more. way more than Automata. <laughs> okay, uh, I was talking around it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, for the four songs from Undertale we have, we have all, all by Toby Fox, we have Snowden Town, Spear of Justice, Metal Crusher, and Megalovania. I had, I couldn't, I am denied, but I had, and I had to put Megalovania on here, it is just that good.
I've been thinking recently that I should like replay Undertale. Like okay. put some cheats on so I don't have to actually play the video game and just like explore its world again. Maybe I'd like it more. Maybe. I mean, you would really, really like it, and then you would get to the part where it turns out there's like seven levels of meta narrative on top of it, and you'd be annoyed again. Yeah, but like I don't remember big swaths of it. Well, have a good shot at. <laughs> then I guess the, you're even more going to not like it because then you'll be an, like surprised and annoyed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> As the reveals hit, because I I think the first playthrough is the best part. I think both the second playthroughs make the game weaker. Mm, that's fair. Uh, maybe I won't then. I don't know. We'll see. Probably you, I not. Guess. I mean, there's so many games that I have to play for the first time. How am I ever going to replay a video game? I mean, I'm just going to call you out for being the most you and on your bullshit person that's ever existed uh, recently. Okay. Uh, as you tweeted out the words, "Why? where is Super Mario World 3? I just want to play Super Mario World 3. <laughs> well, so the thing is, I, I've been thinking about Super Mario World because Smash came out and yes. I'm like, oh, I have a lot of warm feelings about Nintendo games. The problem with every Nintendo game like past like 10 years old is that I've played them all seven times and I, you can't go back again. Like I can go and play Super Mario World and have a good time, but I'll never play Super Mario World again for yep. the first time in a way that's meaningful. I, I know. And like, that is true. And I kind of agree. Uh, like not about the same specific game, but I get it. You're not wrong. Also, you're saying, I wish I could play Super Mario World again for the first time. You are the most gamer that has ever happened. <laughs> Smash awoke <laughs> the latent part of your brain. It's really, it, yes, but... <laughs> Look, these are the four games of my childhood. I just want, I just want good sixteen-bit style games again, but not like the things that are out on Steam because they're not as good. Even if everyone says they are, they're not. It's a lie. I mean, like Mega Man Eleven happened, right? Like we complain about the music, but it is another game in that style that is good and handcrafted and interesting, uh, yeah. and not a fucking rogue like all, all the indie games now. Yeah, a fucking Yacht Club make a Mario game. God, please. Your club is so... Shovel Knight's so good. I need to go finish Shovel Knight and play the expansion packs. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of old games, we have three songs for you from the SNK 40th collection, which nothing from there appears on my list because I haven't finished anything. Uh, that's the thing I'd like to do early this year, see if something shows up. Um, but I poked around that. Uh, there's really good games, really good music. I, that package is really good. It's not in my top 10, but I thought about it, and you should absolutely pick it up if you care about that stuff. It's already getting price cuts on Amazon, uh, because no one's going to buy a fucking SNK 40th Anniversary Collection but me. Um, but the three songs we've got, uh, from Chrysalis, we have Floating Tower and Mount Saber by Yoko Osaka. And then from Athena, we have World of Sea, because this is an old-ass uh, video arcade game, no composer, because of course not. No, credits had not been invented yet. Yuki Chan's Papa, not here. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was about to say, oh, I really wish that there was a new Castlevania in the world, but they're making that and I'm disappointed, so. <laughs> it's not even out! Yeah. It's not even, doesn't even exist. You were watching um, the uh, Cast of the Moon, uh, like, a playthrough of it the other week and being mad at how, like, the whip was animated. Or yeah. not. No, specifically the, the diagonal space. The little little sword you have is so useless. They had to give you sub weapons that do diagonal up and diagonal down because your normal attack is too small for all the aerial combat that you need to do in a Castlevania game. The second they don't character know what they're does. Doing. The second character does have a proper whip that works like that. It still just feels wrong. Okay. I did not get to the part where they got the second character. So yeah, there's a second character who is just whip, and I obviously immediately switched to her and never switched back because I I want to play a Castlevania game. goddammit. it. Uh, mm. And it just the whip just doesn't have the impact you need. The whip in Castlevania, like on the NES, feels like the biggest weapon that you've ever weld, welded. Wielded. Uh, is this the intro to the the next segment, or is this the outro to the segment before Jackson? This is the where intro we? to the new segment. We are in okay. your top five. All right, here's five more games I thought were really good. Uh, first off, speaking of new games that feel like old games, we have the Mummy Demastered. Uh, which I picked up on a sale on the Switch store. This is WayForward making a tie-in to the Mummy game that everyone already forgot happened. <laughs> the Mummy movie, it's not tied to the Mummy game, it's tied to the Mummy movie. I understand why you're confused. Oh, did I say Mummy game? You, mummy mummy game. Game. you know what I meant. Pan, 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 pan. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing anyone ever remembers is Dark Universe and Pan, Pan, Pan. The Mummy movie came out... Um, into, no, I... Sorry, I just got the year. I was about to say the most wrong thing, and I got the year. Were you going to say this year? Because I would have shriveled up and died on the spot. I so. was going to say this year. Uh, last year, wasn't it? It was last year. I was going to say okay. that the Mummy movie came out after the last important and true episode, which is not true, but the fact that I momentarily oh. believed it was true it explains a lot about my perception of time this year. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, Mummy Demastered is way forward. It, it purports to be their attempt at a Castlevania, and I get why, because you're fighting skeletons in clock towers, but what it actually is, is what if like the moveset of Metroid Fusion was in the world of Castlevania, and it fucking rules. Yeah, it's like it's all all the uh, action stuff and like the things you do is very Metroid. Like people also compare it to Contra a lot because you have a machine gun, which is true. Yeah, specifically because there's so much like climbing on ceilings and stuff, it feels very Metroid fusion to me. Mm-hmm. The way that the the soldier moves with like vaulting and stuff is just very Samus in that game specifically. Mm-hmm. Contra is not about the methodical movement in the same way. Nope. Uh, way forward to good. Yeah. Yep, the, I know that it's like become like uncool again to think WayForward games are good, but I've been on this train forever. I'm never gonna stop. Yeah, the the way that WayForward got recognized as being good, and I was like, actually, they they just do the boring old game, but very slavish and but bad. I've watched that rise as the new good uh, take. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm just know. gonna remain constant. Like maybe I'm wrong, but I love them, so I will continue to believe that they're good. Continue to enjoy the video games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where's a new good Shantae? Like, forget that last one. Make a new good one. Uh, you did not like that last Shantae. Yep. No. And then, and if I had played that after I played Monster World, I would have been really mad. Because <laughs> Shantae is just, like, that fourth Shantae game is just shit Monster World. Like, go play Dragon's Trap. I'd oh, love to play that new bank. one, but it's... <laughs> yeah. I'd love to play that new one, but it's $40, and I don't $40. have $40. $40. Yeah. I've already sold my house to afford Smash. Yeah, I, I, I can't afford Katamari Reroll right now, so I'm definitely not going to p- buy like a Wonder Boy game that's made by different people, so it might not be as good as the last one. Yeah. 
Uh, what's next on the list? Next on the list, uh, going to Evo, Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. So if you want to talk about a game that maybe has like affected my life the most, this is probably the one. No, this is the one. This is absolutely <laughs> yeah. the one. I forgot that, that was the, the the trigger point. That means it's only been since June. Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> so, uh, watched Evo. Um, so early this year, I got back into anime. Whatever. This is kind of outside the scope of this podcast. We'll do a tangent. I got back into anime. Watched Death Note. Death Note was great. Was watching Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super was good. And then I'm like, oh, Evo, Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be there. I'm going to watch everyone's hype for Sonic Fox, whatever. So I caught the last bit of that. And then I was like, oh, shit, this game's cool. I'm going to get it. My partner's not really into Dragon Ball Fighters, but she said she'd play regardless. So we got that, played a couple games, and then Destiny looked at me, or turned to me and was like, uh, could, you, could we, like, watch Dragon Ball Z sometime? Uh, and then the fucking gulf opened up under my feet. And here we are, <laughs> 22 episodes away from the end of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, because we have done nothing but watch Dragon Ball for the last six months, basically. Yes, the Chamber of Death is opening. You know, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is a great game, but it also got me to revisit and reappraise Dragon Ball Z, which is a fantastic show. Uh, that alone would put it on this list. The part where it's like a really cool, pretty accessible fighting game, very good. Story mode sucks, uh, which is a real shame. If this game had a good story mode, we'd, it'd still be the best thing going. Uh, but instead it has a terrible story mode that definitely like the people making it were like oh if they had only given us the money to make a real story mode and Bandai Namco is not going to do that ever no never why would they ever do that no they can't even fucking announce a new season of fighters because nobody cares that's true they don't even do that they had to be like convinced to even like let them balance it properly you know hearing some like of the lore behind the way Namco supports fighting games uh, from the bravest uh, people on the earth, brave than the troops, the Gundam versus fandom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could go real bad. Uh, uh, speaking of Gundam, the next game on my list: Gundam Breaker Three. How is importing games? Uh, really easy when you're porting Asian territory PS4 games; it just work. Um, this uh, so Gun new Gundam Breaker came out. Everyone hated it. Uh, it came out here because they only bring over the bad Gundam games for some reason. They're just averse to money. I don't know. Um, they they bought it. They everyone was like, "Oh, Gundam Breaker Three is really good. You can import it. It has an English version. They should bring that out here." And they went, "No, let's make a new awful one." Uh, yes. Um, and so there was a brief period where Gundam Breaker Three, like the deluxe edition with all the DLC, was on sale at a reasonable price. Uh for importing because normally it's a very expensive video game it's fairly rare yeah yeah uh, because everyone has to go get a copy yeah and i picked it up and uh it's a great time just building gundam and fighting them it is like i know that there is like gundam muso but it just kind of feels like gundam muso without any narrative around it it's just like run in fight 300 guys get gundam parts to slap on your gundam Make a new mobile suit. Yeah. Uh, Gundam Muso is like old enough where Muso wasn't as good as it was. So that's yep. uh, disappointing. They should make a new Gundam Muso. And uh, put the music yeah. in it. Yeah, no. I'm sure making a game called New Gundam Muso will not make everyone mad and upset. Because in a world where New Gundam Breaker exists. Uh, they already made a game. Could, I, I'm fairly sure the fourth Gundam uh, Warriors game, Gundam Warriors Reborn, was the Shin Gundam Muso. So oh, I think they've God. already done that. Great. Already done that one. Great. So it has to be Great. new Shin. <laughs> new Shin Gundam Muso. Yeah. Or just Gundam Warriors colon, we put the music in it this time. 
Gospel of a New Gundam Muso. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next chamber, game on my list the chamber is of Ape Escape. Is opening. Yes, is Ape Escape 2. As Jackson said, it is incredible. Uh, I can't believe I did not play these games when they were new because I would have loved them. They would have been formative games for me. Instead, I get to enjoy them in retrospect where they're nice, but not quite the same. Um, Ape Escape's great. Uh, I can't believe that this is the thing that they just put in Metal Gear. I still can't. Like, I've, I've watched the videos. I can't believe it's true. Uh, the 2004 was just a different time in video games. Yeah. Remember when Metal Gear, like, had the space within it to be, like, poking fun at itself and interesting? All People, gone. The, I remember the reactions to Five. Uh, with like people who hadn't played it before being like, oh, look at all the personality of these Kojima games and how weird and interesting these are. And just like, no! They had monkeys in these things! <laughs> yep. Now they have to put all the levity in Smash Brothers spirit descriptions. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that can go real bad. <laughs> <laughs> real bad, or like really aware of how fucking awful Metal Gear Solid is now. I'm not gonna give Nintendo the credit for that being a smart deconstruction of why Metal Gear sucks. Mm, mm, I don't know. Maybe. No! No! <laughs> I feel like some of those rule sets for the spirits are very self-aware of what's going on with those series. You cannot make a light joke out of the vagina bomb scene. Everyone on Twitter did for six months. Yes, they can. Uh, did the, I, I feel like making the vagina bomb into like a... I joke about Metal Gear a lot. That's not one of the jokey subjects in the series. It's like one of the most incredulous things that have ever happened and people made a lot of fun about it. Like, yes, they didn't make lighthearted jokes about it, but I feel like everyone, as a culture, just like recoiled and was traumatized in turn by Metal Gear Solid. It's not even and that the wasn't worst. even the, the real video game had not even shown up yet. That's the worst part. It wasn't even the worst thing in Ground Zeroes. <laughs> God. Um, what is next? <laughs> the last game on my best of 2018 list, technically cheating again because I had played it before but I had not finished it, is Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, we we played this back in like February, right? Uh, February, this March? Is our January Game Club. Oh, God, okay. Uh, man, I was going through a time in January. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,. Feels like a lifetime ago. Shadow of the Colossus is fantastic. I can't believe that I bounced off this game like six times before I was able to sit down and just enjoy it. Um, I still really want to play that PS4 version um, someday. I will do that. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is great. Um, everyone talks about how moving and affecting and the desolate, desolate world and everything Shadow of the Colossus is. Uh, really, I just like riding my horse and climbing up giant things. That's all I'm here for. The music swells when I climb up on the big thing and stab it in the face. I will continue to do that for as long as they have Colossus for me to stab. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, Shadow of the Colossus is on my list, so we'll talk about it more in a bit. But yeah, I was definitely um, wrong-footed by its reputation in a way that ended up working out well for the game, because the reputation is just not why I like the game. Yep. Uh, incredible game. Incredible. Some more music. I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce these. So we have two songs from Ma Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which we uh, did this year. Considered it uh, both for my worst and best list and put it on neither. So <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. You should have you put it on both. You should have just put it on both and not alluded to it being on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, 
uh, so we have two songs. We have Pilots by Goldfrap, which deserves some explanation because it plays in a brief sequence that is only if you have like the added content patch on, applied to your game. Um, but it's a song I really liked and it was a good excuse to put it on what is, has been kind of an anemic year for music lists. So I was happy to add it. Uh, and then we have, this is just called Bloodlines, right? It's written down on this list, it's just Bloodlines. So I assume that's the name of this track. Oh, it's, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, uh, by Rick Schaefer. Hollywood's just my favorite part of that game. It's good. Uh, and then, uh, one last song for Taiko no Tachijin. We have Train Train by the Blue Hearts. Much like Pan Pan, Train Train. Train Train. <laughs>
飛び出してあの列車に乗っていこう弱い者たちが夕暮れさらに弱い者を叩くその音が響き渡ればブルースは加速していく見えない自由が欲しくて見えない銃を撃ちまくる本当の声を聞かせておくれよ The Blue Hearts song is good. This is my year for apparently getting into the Blue Hearts. I went and added all their uh, li- albums to my iTunes library, and then, like a week later, Apple removed them all. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, Japan. Japan and music yeah. licensing <laughs> continues yep. to happen. 
but that is one of those bands that I is like a very well-known band from Japan that I just never really got into. Uh, was into like their sequel band where they broke up, but the members of the Mad all just made another one. Uh, but not this band. I don't know. And there's someone in Tekken Tekken started got me starting to listen to them, and it was very good. I had a good time. Good, good music. Okay. Jackson, tell me about some good video games. Some good video games. Tetris Effect. Maybe you've heard of it. I never. Tell me about what is this? Well, they put Luminous in Tetris, and then they put. That Tetris sounds like the best idea. How who, who would have thought of such a thing? Well, uh, some guy mentioned it to Mizuguchi, and he was like, "Sure, I'll put my name on it." <laughs> um, no, it was uh, it's great. Tetris Effect. We talked about it before. It's fantastic. Again, should have multiplayer. Should have more stuff, but. It being not the best version of itself doesn't change the fact that Luminous and Tetris is still the best thing you could do ever. It really should have, like, the Sakurai smash, do whatever the fuck you want, I don't want to talk about it menu of just, like, the rule set can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, it really should. I want custom Tetris in all its forms. I just want, I want the super, I want the, like, mega Tetris app. Tetris Ultimate that can do all the Tetris stuff that I need, but I want it in this style specifically. Tetris Ultimate. Everyone is here. Everyone is here. It's just the just the blocks. Just the yes. <laughs> the fucking the L the L. L the, block. There's trailers for each of the blocks. <laughs> yes. The T block spins into position. <laughs> what a stupid marketing campaign. <laughs> Why don't we work in video game marketing, huh? Oh, because we have souls. Uh, but come on, that's pretty good. No, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, I have ethics, and I don't have a business degree, so it's never going to happen for me. Uh, damn. Uh, next up, Neo. Uh, Neo. Uh, Neo, right. Yes, Neo. Again, path of. It, the path of Neo. So uh, you play as Thomas Anderson. Um, yes. Going through the scenes of the uh, three Matrix movies, they added in some new scenes and a new ending. Uh, if there was just a game where you played as Thomas Anderson and there was no mention of the Matrix, <laughs> you just spent the whole game waiting for the other shooter to drop. Yes, it's just like it's just like cart life shit, but you're Thomas Anderson. <laughs> you just uh, ripping like those mini discs and giving it to like the hackers who are going. Yeah. To the, but like, there's no Trinity. It's just you giving your like torrenting in the background to like escape from the monotony of your ah, monotonousness of your job but they're both as monotonous and soul killing in their own way and that's your life this Uh, is a really good idea for a farm game someone please make this Thomas adds the game anyway that's why Neo's good (laughs) Neo's a new Team Ninja game and it's good again Uh, it is not as good as I want it to be because the RPG stuff uh, like it's it's both Dark Souls and Diablo because it's all loot all the time but it's getting minuscule upgrades and you're constantly getting more loot and constantly rerunning stuff and I just want to be doing the fights and the I didn't beat it because it's too fucking hard because of course it is uh, but the times I had with it were some of the best maybe I'll go back to it next year again maybe I'll play Neo 2 uh, it is not a game I come to to beat it is a game I come to to play some more Team Ninja levels I wish it wasn't as much of an RPG so I could just play some Team Ninja combat but every game is has Neo to be an RPG is Neo 2 a real thing? Game. yes they announced that at the Sony E3 event but you wipe that entire event from your brain uh, because the body shuts down in traumatic circumstances 
<laughs> I mean, I remember the set being really disappointed by the uh, Ghosts of Tsushima thing, and I remember uh, everyone was in a church to talk about The Last of Us 2, and then everyone was really confused when they didn't really talk about The Last of Us 2, <laughs> except there was that kiss, and then you're like, I guess they're just going for this, I guess. Uh, and that's literally it. There was some Spider-Man shit. That's when I decided I wasn't going to get Spider-Man during that show. Yeah, when they, he, he was beating up everyone in the prison. Yeah. I yeah. was like, no, I think I'm fine. This is not the game I'm looking for. It, was, it turns out you were right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neo's really good. I like that game a lot. It was so bad, so I decided to never go to E3 again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to finish this and we're just going to keep talking about E3. <laughs> <laughs> we can do both. That's true. Uh, like, Neo is a game that I would really like to know what you think of, but... I wish there was like mods and stuff to mod out the part where it's got like grindy RPG loot stuff in it. I would just want you to like tell me what you think about the combat of that game. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day you'll be able to play it, but I, you know, there's a load of games. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, it's one of those games where I was like, oh, I'd pick this up cheap, and then they announced Sekiro, and I was like, wait a second, the game I want is coming, so <laughs> why would they, I ever bother they with like, this? They, they even announced that, and then they were like, we've taken out the RPG bullshit, it's an action game now. And so they already did it, they did it. Yeah. From software, yep. the Mad Lads, they've done it again. Yep, that's them, the Mad that's Lads. Them, the mad lads. Uh, I felt like sick in my mouth they said that. I just can't believe myself sometimes. Uh, Final Fantasy X 2. Oh, one of the best. One of the best games. Uh, the peak of a game that gets better when you are not playing it. Absolutely. It is. In my head, this game is a masterpiece. I think I was complaining about it the entire time I went through it. Yes. I mean, oh. to be fair, I feel like that's true of every game we play for Abnormal Mapping. Uh, I think it has something to do with the fact that you play them all last minute, so everything that delays you finishing the game is a big annoyance. No, no, no. Like, yes, that, that does happen, but that Final Fantasy X went beyond... Um, I can't tell. I feel like you complain about all the games we do, and it's fine. It's not a problem. I just no, know wait, it has nothing to do with your opinion. Hang on. We're stopping this podcast. I don't complain about everything. <laughs> Most I'm things. A, I'm having a complete self-image breakdown now. <laughs> I, I complain about every game that we do just because uh, I need to ignore it. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, because it used to be I'd be like, oh, no, I, I need to defend the game, and then I realized it has no bearing on your opinion when you come out the other side, so I just <laughs> let you complain about them. I mean, if you're saying that I use my Twitter account for momentary vents, then yes. I'm specifically talking about us on Skype. <laughs> oh, th- th- even more so, then I'm just going to like yes. complain to you about the thing I just... Oh, I- this was not the place for this level of call-out. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize, I didn't realize it was that big of a call-out, so... I feel like... I don't know. I, oh, God, I'm just... No! I, was I complaining about Ape Escape? Like, that's a great game. A little bit. Wow. Where am I? Fuck you. Like, all the bosses are bad. I don't like this capsule thing. I hate, I don't. I don't use it. It sucks. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't even think about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate this. I, I I think that being self-aware is the worst thing you can do as a human being. <laughs> I mean, I I agree that it's a negative sometimes. Final Fantasy X is incredible. I can't carry on <laughs> as a human being. Much like Yuna, when the weight of the world is on your shoulders, sometimes you just have to fuck off for a little bit. Sometimes you just fuck off for a bit. It's fantastic. Yuna's the hero of everything. Uh, one of the best. 
Um, Maybe the greatest Final Fantasy protagonist. Up in the top three, absolutely. Up in the top three. Um, I would say not my favorite, but that's because she's too competent. Yeah, she's not my favorite either because I don't have the issues nice. to latch onto what I do with like Cloud or something. But yeah, that's just because that, she's like, me with really... Squall. So yeah, but she's just a better person. She's just the best. She's the most aspirational figure in all of Final Fantasy. She's a hero, yeah. and I love her, and her story's good, and it's great. Final Fantasy X is incredible. Nuji Wooji. Nuji Wooji. Oh, fuck. Yes, uh, just the scene where you go and give uh, her a massage is the best scene in Final Fantasy. When you're like, oh, the shame that they got rid of all the pantomime bullshit. And then you run into their hideout and the slightly racist characters, slightly, extremely racist characters um, are there doing their comedy bits. And then you have a weird massage scene. And it's the like wi- most unhorny thing that's ever happened. Final Fantasy Sent is good. The fucking Lumiere and Cogsworth of Chinese stereotypes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I really complain about everything. (laughs) We can't finish this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Uh, Which is another game I complained about. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've broken Jackson. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing about this is I remember this one was having much more concrete, like, incredible, 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 than that, that big fight in this. In fact, the thing with Shadow Colossus is complaining about it is actually why it's good, because you complain for about 40, uh, 20 to 40 minutes, depending on the, like, fight, and then you beat the fight, and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened in your life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I remember that big sand thing that flew in the air, and you had to wait for it to come down to jump on again that fucking sucks oh the, the one of the best colossus in the game <laughs> yeah um that one where you, to... you just keep, kept getting owned and i killed it in like 15 minutes just walked away feeling good about myself <laughs> that fight was like an hour for me because i kept falling off because it takes so long to climb and you have to climb and then run along it because only part of it t- <sighs> like everything like everything we ever cover <laughs> yep uh, I can't. This I, I get, I'm, I've got one more game left, and then we can stop podcasting because this has actually broken me. Uh, <laughs> Castlevania Three uh, is the last game on my list. Uh, it is a fucking masterpiece. I love the NES Castlevania games. I played both two and three this year. Three ended up being the one that made made it on the list. But shout out to two. I'm also pro two. I'm not here to tell you that two is the bad one. Yeah, I mean two two needs work to be the thing you want it to be, but. Three is just out of the box one of the best games ever made. So. Absolutely correct. Now in two, I like it was a big epic struggle. I was finding the things. And I was like looking at a guy and trying to like build the stuff. And then I, you know, got Dracula's heart. And then I walked in and killed Dracula in like three hits. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the most nothing game. <laughs> because the, there's no actual boss fight there. Yeah. Uh, Castlevania three, however, is just what if Castlevania one was the most lavish NES game ever made? Uh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's one of the best action games of all time. Uh, 100%. Uh, n- not much more to say. Castlevania 3 is incredible. Yeah. You've heard it here first. Yep, you heard it here first. 2018's Game of the Year, Castlevania 3. <laughs> I agree with that. I didn't even play it this year. 100%. <laughs> best, 100%. Better than all the games I played. <laughs> yep. Better than Hollow Knight. Yep. We have four songs for you. Two of them, same song. So Pokemon Let's Go came out, uh, and it has like a orchestrated soundtrack, and some of the songs are pretty good, some of them are pretty bad. Uh, 
just in terms of like this is really uninspired orchestration of po iconic Pokemon music. Uh, I want to start with maybe the worst example of this, which is the new rendition of Lavender Town. Um, the original Lavender Town is by Junichi Masuda. The new Lavender Town is by Shota Kagayama. Uh, we'll just fade from one to the other. You'll know which is which. Uh, Lavender Town may be one of the most iconic Game Boy songs ever. Uh, it's like that Tetris and something from Zelda. Uh, and, yeah, Telltale uh, Heights. Yeah, probably Telltale Heights. Uh, and then we have uh, the SSN and Pallet Town, both from Let's Go, uh, again by Shota Kageyama. Um, much better. Like, it opens up really strong with the Pallet Town theme. Uh, I think that one's really good. Some of the other ones feel, it's like, oh, you did, yeah, you just did this again, but the first time it really gets you. <laughs>
I can't wait to feel this exact thing when the Final Fantasy remake comes out. And oh. I'm like, oh, I really like this first Midgar orchestration. Then I'm like, oh, they just did this for every one of these songs, huh? I am going to, like, become the um, cliche, uh, like, weird gamer internet person as the fucking... Uh, just opening fanfare plays and I'm like tears come in my eyes as like a gut response. I'm just gonna become Kevin Smith for five minutes. Yeah, and then ten minutes later you're gonna be really mad about like one translation choice they made. Uh yep, yeah. like, oh this Cosmo Canyon cover sucks. Oh I'm I mean, yep, no, every they're just gonna take out Cosmo Canyon and they're like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> Didn't it's illegal take- to put this in a video game. We, we we didn't take out the uh, the scene uh, with uh, Cloud in in the in the bathhouse, but we did. No, we did take out uh, Cosmic Canyon. Yeah. God. Yeah. I'll save that for after we were. There was a thing I was going to say, but it can wait. Oh, what, what, is, what was it? Oh, one of the most iconic like Final Fantasy VII is a land of contrast scenes is like I like Red Thirteen as a character. I think the Cosmic Canyon stuff is like really good and emotional. But then I remember that he's introduced by Hojo like putting him up in a room and telling him to fuck Eris. Yes, <laughs> and it's a lot. It's a lot. Final Fantasy VII is a land of contrasts. Yeah, your Native American stand-in beast man go have sex with Cloud's fake girlfriend. God. You know. Uh, imagine if they did that with Kamari. Like, people would fucking riot. <laughs> yes, because, like, Kamari is basically fucking, like, Red 13's leftovers as a character. Because yeah, well, I, I was about to say, if they did Red 13 today, it wouldn't be a dog, it would be a human dog. It could be furry. Um, <laughs> yes, they I guess made that's that. Kamari. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they already did that. And they yeah. made it more racist. Yeah, they sure did. And that's it. We're done. Pokemon was the end of it. End of video games. They made Pokemon again for the third time. That's true. They did. Fourth, if you count yellow as a distinct product. But who? No, no one does. No, no one does that. So the thing is, I had already played Pokemon like twice through by the time yellow came out. So I consider it a different thing. I was like, oh, yellow. I'm not going to pick that up. That's just because Pokemon hadn't been established yet. It's not a different thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a different thing. It's, a, it's, a different. Oh, it's Pokemon Sapphire. No, wait, what's the Pokemon? Emerald? Emerald's that one, Emerald, right? It's Emerald. Different yes, thing. I. Emerald's the one I spent the most time with, but I never touched Crystal either. Crystal's weird. Like, d- the fact that Crystal exists at all is confusing to me sometimes because I just forget that that happened. Especially because the remakes just had doubles. Yeah. Because that was lo- after they had stopped doing a one. I think Platinum was the last single. Like, here's the good version, right? Um, did, what was the platinum? Oh, right. Platinum was the platinum. I was like, what was yeah, the Diamond special? Diamond and Pearl, platinum. Yeah. I think, because then it was black and white, and they just had black and white too. And then after that, it's just an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Um, was X there an XY special? No, X and Y, yeah, with nothing. <laughs> I remember people talking about a one for X and Y, and that never happened, yeah. Never happened. Because it was, everyone was, because the, the anime was called XYZ, so everyone was waiting for Pokemon Z. And it just never happened. Uh, anyway, that's the end of our game of the year this year. The most disorganized year for the most... Uh, switch that around. The most disorganized episode for the most disorganized year. I know you're not going to edit that out. Don't do it. It's fine. Uh, I just fucked up because I'm tired. Because it's the end of 2018 and we're all tired. I'm not going to be able to tweet or talk about anything anymore to you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
Because this is you broke me. I was not calling you out there. I was just letting my mistake sit and be true. I'm still thinking about the thing from like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would never not be thinking about that. It's irrevocably Thank changed you my everyone for your support in this very hard year. We literally wouldn't exist anymore without everyone who supports us. If you don't and want to consider doing so, please go to patreon.com slash normal mapping or just tell your friends about us. Like we really need like word of mouth is really the like clincher for us. Uh, we're not like in communities where we can go and like sell our product. Um, we just kind of live out here on the internet <laughs> in the way people do. Uh, so tell all your friends who are interested in video games, uh, and aren't jerks. Cause no jerks allowed here. We're the jerks. That's why you listen to us. Uh, the jerks still cold. Uh, you can find Jackson at head falls off. You can find me at EM underscore being next month. We'll be back. Of course, with final fantasy 12, the Zodiac age. That's what that's called, right? <laughs> Yes, Zodiac Age, because the original is like International Zodiac Job Edition or something. Yes, uh, which we are both in the middle of playing. Very excited to finish our Final Fantasy uh, quest. So someday we can play Mystic Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you added another one to this quest. You know, look, it's right, on, it's right on the name. Final Fantasy Quest. We have to play Mystic Quest. Since it's, the last it, time... It'll be the first one I've never played. Since the last time that we have uh, talked and decided that we've done too many Final Fantasies and it's dominated our thing, we have added two more Square RPGs to our lists of games to cover. One of them actually being another Final Fantasy game. Uh, please be excited for next year where all we do is play classics of the 16-bit era that everyone loves already. <laughs> it's how we're going to grow the brand. <laughs> it's how we're going to grow the brand. It's true. Look out for um, Link Super to the Mario Past, World. episode two. <laughs> Link to the Past again. Uh, Link Between Worlds. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> okay, that one actually might happen just because you're so, <laughs> yeah, you know. you're so furious that I haven't made myself finish that game. <laughs> What's our last song, Jackson? I don't know, I'd probably complained about it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, from Katamari Forever, a game I played there. No, I didn't finish it yet, I should go finish that, but it's not a game you finish, you just play it when you want some Katamari, and sometimes I want some Katamari, and it has an incredible rendition of the original Katamari theme, Katamari on the Rocks, called Katamari on the Wings. <laughs>
Step, step. 